Joni died on her ninth birthday, but she didn't let it spoil her party. There were only two other children on Innisfarn that spring. Evan and Hattie were eight-year-old twins. Evan was quiet, solemn, and watchful. Hattie was loud, spontaneous, unreliable. They looked so alike that the gulf between their personalities seemed even more pronounced. And they didn't think dressing up as magical characters was silly, which some of the visiting children did. When Joni announced her fancy dress theme, Evan consulted his books for ideas. Hattie, who had little patience for the written word, drew her inspiration from movies and TV. I'll be Tinkerbell, she said, dancing under one of the giant oak trees that marked the center of the small island. Or Peter Pan. No, they're not creatures, are they? I'll be the ticking crocodile, a unicorn, a dragon. No, Rumpelstiltskin, um, a phoenix. No, I know, I'll be a robot. She danced out of the shade and skipped across the small clearing before breaking into a run as she headed back to the keep. Evan picked up his book and gave Joni a rueful grin. She'll come back dressed as a mermaid, he said. She's always a mermaid. Meet you back here in half an hour. Joni smiled and waved as he walked out of sight. Half an hour was enough time to climb a tree or take a quick swim in the bay. A grown-up, keeping the sea in sight on their right side, could walk the perimeter of the entire island in under three hours. But as far as Joni was concerned, Innisfarn had everything she could possibly want. Well, nearly everything. It had the sea for swimming in, the forests to explore, trees to climb. She had friends who came back year after year with their parents to be part of the community for a few months. And she had Mum and Uncle John, and Kate. She chewed her lower lip and wondered if Mum would let her dye her hair green as part of a costume. It was a long shot. Mum always said she looked perfect as she was. Joni wasn't too sure. Her hair never did what she wanted, sticking out at funny angles, although Mum had fixed it into a plait today. And her eyes weren't deep brown like Mum's. They were gray which she thought looked a bit weird in her light brown face. But she couldn't talk about her eyes to Mum. Mum said she had her dad's eyes. She'd have to fetch an adult if she wanted to swim. Mum always looked sad when they went down to the best beach for swimming. She didn't like to go there. Uncle John might come. Joni already had her outfit in the backpack at her feet. A long dress made of green and brown rags sewn together complete with a matching headband. She was going to be a dryad, a tree spirit. Joni wondered if she was cheating, as dryads weren't imaginary. After a few seconds' thought, she concluded that since everyone else thought they were imaginary, it would probably be okay. It was her birthday, after all. She decided to climb the oak tree. As soon as the decision was made, the tingling started. It was a bit like pins and needles, only this was in her head. It had happened before, every now and then, for as long as Joni could remember. It always went away after a few seconds. She was about to start climbing when she hesitated, one foot already in the first knothole. 
The tingling sensation was so insistent this time. And she could hear something, too. If Joni had known what tinnitus was, she might have blamed that for the cause of the constant sound. But the hum she heard didn't have the high-pitched tone familiar to tinnitus sufferers. It was, instead, a low, whispering rumble deep in the bass end of the frequency range. There was also something happening to Joni's vision. She blinked a few times, but the strange sensation remained. It was as if the area directly in front of her was normal, but everywhere else was darkening. Slowly, Joni turned her head. A bright area stayed in focus around the tree. Everywhere else, colors were muted and faded, becoming a twilight monochrome. She looked back at the oak and up into its branches.